You get a chance to continue my legacy here in pinstripes, you know, in the you know best city in the world, the best baseball city in front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. Allen's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. Derek Cole goes the distance. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. We are back with another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast, episode number 156. My name is Rob. Tyler, as always, is on the other end of the Zoom room. And the Yankees are in the middle of a series with the Tampa Bay Rays, but yesterday was the trade deadline on August 1st at 6 p.m. And the New York Yankees did little to nothing yesterday. Uh, They got themselves a pair of right-handed pitchers, um, but they're they're staying the course. They're continuing (laughs) with this roster. They're going to finish out the season with a majority of these guys, even expiring contracts and maybe some guys that we thought should have been dealt off. They're staying the course. They're sticking with this team. Let's this episode, just fair warning. We're probably going to, we're not going to be talking about the last series. We're not going to be talking about the games too much there. Cause there are some other buckle down incompetent things that happened earlier this week. I mean, we're only on Wednesday, so <laughs> we're all, we're all, we're just halfway through the week. It seems, but there was some crazy stuff that happened nonetheless. Um, but the Yankees just they're they're in a weird state. They're just they're really like I don't know how to describe it. Yesterday I had the feeling personally that okay, this team could um at least sell off some guys or if you're going to go through and want to win and do what they're saying they're gonna do, which is believe in these guys, you'd think at the at the bare minimum you'd get a left fielder. But they didn't do that. An actual left fielder. No matter the talent level. Just a guy that plays left field every day. Because we know that IKF has gotten more has he has improved this year. But you're still an infielder. He's, he's an infielder playing left field. We we need a guy that is an, an everyday left fielder, but they just decided to really do nothing outside of some bullpen arms and one of them got DFA'd too. Um like Howard from the Rangers got DFA'd and they scooped him. So uh before we dive in, this is a halfway point. Really appreciate you guys for joining us. It's halfway through the season. Um, if you're new to the podcast, if you're just listening, be sure to subscribe. Uh, hopefully not too much of the rest of the season will be talking like this. Maybe they'll capture some magic, but I don't know. It doesn't look too likely. Uh, go follow us on our social channels at 4 Savages on Instagram, TikTok, everywhere, at uh, 4 Savages on Twitter. Really appreciate you guys for joining us. Um, but yeah, Tyler, man, I, I'll let you talk a little bit. Cause this, I, I told you, like, I kind I, I was in the, the boat of already. I, I, I sort of checked out with what this team's real direction is, but some mm-hmm. of the stuff, there they, is no direction. There is no direction, but some of the, some of the stuff that they, they, like the Herman stuff on Monday was crazy to me <laughs> and just, it's a circus act, this organization, from top from top to bottom now. Really, really. Just, just everywhere you put it. I mean, 
just before we get into the Herman stuff, Rob, it's it's funny how they addressed this trade deadline. I mean, when all when all is said and done, they doubled down on this team, which is just ridiculous in the first place. But let's just look at ranks, Rob, um, in different areas of, of metrics for this team for the year. OPS, they're 23rd in the league. Batting average, they're 29th. Starting pitcher ERA, they're 18th. And reliever ERA, the Yankees have the best bullpen ERA in the league. So first, the only thing they did was add two relievers. They didn't address any of the actual problems. So they got their best at they 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 upgraded what they're already really good at. Yeah, with a rental a rental reliever that's going to be here for two months. Um, that's got a four ERA. Now he might be cool. He he's got really good strikeout numbers, but what does that do? Absolutely nothing. Um, the quotes from Cashman get pretty funny. Um, like one 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 of the things he said was, "We're in it to win it. We stayed the course because of that." You're clearly not in it to win it. Um, you're in it to not be wrong is almost what it seems like the Yankees would rather, as as he said, stay the course and double down on Stanton and Rizzo and DJ, um, then go out and like you said, get an outfielder or get a third baseman for Christ's sake, um, something. And then his final quote when he said, hopefully we got a little better with Middleton, the, the reliever the Yankees added from the White Sox. Hopefully we can get better from within. Okay, Peraza's in the minors. Um, that's obviously what we're doing, and hopefully we didn't get worse by making a bad decision. Well, you didn't do anything, so I don't know if you can get worse, but you can still be on track to win 83 games this year. Yeah, I, I mean, man, also, too, we, we knew it was going to happen, and in that – press conference that he had he mentioned well we're getting Nestor back well we're getting Luizaga back that's great first off they weren't really that great <laughs> before they got hurt so that's one thing yeah what, what is Nestor done this sec, year exactly sec, and, and that's not our area of concern they don't <laughs> hit the baseball unless they're becoming Shohei Otani what is that go like I just it's crazy it's really crazy if you're going if you're going to go all in quote like just if you're going to go all in with what you have, you'd at least think, let's address areas of need, which is the lineup, or just a left fielder, or a third or baseman. Or just sell off pieces. And, or do the opposite like, and, 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 not, and, and, and do what – the thing that I will give credit to when it comes to the New York Mets this, this trade deadline – Steve Cohen they had a direction. and they had a direction. They said, you know what? We're going to rip off the freaking Band-Aid. And they said, what's the direction? You know, well, th they are worse off, but let's be honest. The Yankees, without some series against the Oakland A's or the Kansas City Royals, probably going to be in the same position that the Mets are, under mm -hmm. 500. So that's one thing. Yeah. And they said, we're going to rip off the Band-Aid. Was the trade return for David Robertson questionable? Sure. Was the trade return, you could say, for Verlander and paying that contract, was it was it questionable? Sure. But they had they bought three prospects at the end of the day. Some That's what they direction did. of just and that the, the Yankees are in so, in a purgatory. They're just it's just <laughs> like what are we doing? It just doesn't make any they, sense. And the quotes that came out from the rival execs or whatever that that Cashman was dealing with that he was asking for heaven on earth and all this like that's mm -hmm. not surprising at all because it, listen maybe the the right deal wasn't out there and and but it just still to allow some of these expiring contracts to be here like severino and and bader it just doesn't make any and sense Wandy. and Wandy, like, go get something for them it, 
if, if you want to eat, yeah, want, um, I don't know exactly uh, Middleton's contract. I haven't looked at it, but if that guy's on. He's only here for two months. I just, I just. You traded a, you traded for a rental, for God knows what oh, well, reason. That goes your that there goes your one where you're like, don't trade for rentals. He did it. Yeah, I mean, at that point, they just did it to say they did something. I truly believe yeah. that. But I mean, literally, the worst thing they could have done, Rob, was nothing. And that's what they did. Um, the team is the exact same. Um, there are they're basically like, hey, players got to do better. DJ's got to hit better. Rizzo can't be the worst. I mean, Rizzo's been the worst. Hitter in baseball in Joey for Gallo, two and a half months. Joey now. Gallo territory. Yeah, the the stats you've seen uh, in comparison to him to Joey Gallo, he's been worse than Gallo for the last mm-hmm. two months, which is which is crazy. Um, but like you said, Rob, like is Bayer going to be on this team next year? Probably not. Like, why not get rid of him and you just let McKinney play center for for all that matters or call up Pereira? Um, they, they, that's that's the sad thing about it is there there's no there's nothing to really dissect on the field there's nothing to watch um you're watching an 80 win baseball team um you're watching a bunch of veterans underperform that are dwindling down to you know the tail end of their career um so you couldn't even get rid of Bader you know maybe try and shell off DJ or Rizzo or, or do something where you can at least be like, hey, let's call up Austin Wells or let's call up Pereira and let's just let the kids play and see what we got in front of us and start looking towards 2024. No. No. We're just going to double down. We're going to roll with 16, man. Just Exactly. We're going to we're going to roll with our two backup catchers. We're going to roll with, you know, DJ LeMahieu as our third baseman. I mean, whatever the case may be. Um it's it's ridiculous and, you know, you, you could you could have got something for IKF. I mean, Again, it all comes down to direction because I, I'm not really looking for, you know, immediate improvements with trading Bader, Wandy, IKF, whatever it may be, Glaber. But if these guys aren't part of the picture in 2024, I mean, you're being not smart. You're being stupid. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I don't know where we go from here, Rob. I've been saying it for like two years now. I'm like, this team's going to look a lot different in 2024, 2025 because we have such an old team. But like, like where, what is the team? Like, we don't have like a team. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I, I keep, I keep looking at it. I'm like, this isn't a roster. Well, like, <laughs> the, the thing that's honestly, they, the fact that they're doubling down, right? And they're saying, "All right, we're not making any moves to then improve the left field position." Or, and I'm honestly fine with them like not going to get Dylan Carlson because he stinks, and Bowers will give you more production at the at the plate than him. But you still don't have an outfielder. I, yeah, honestly, if they just did it, sure, his numbers aren't good, but that would at least tell me that they're like, "Yeah, we know that this position is an issue, and that we didn't." address it in the off season and it just i don't know i get where you're coming from and it's been it's been years but man every team that's jumbled up right now so the yankees are three and a half back of a wild card spot you have the rays astros blue jays red sox angels ahead of them then you have the mariners right behind them which i think all those teams that i listed are better than the yankees i'm just i think mm-hmm. that those teams are better than the yankees so yeah them doubling down and doubling down in the in the sense that they didn't make any other moves, right? The, it's going to be interesting to see 
what they do when they don't have that, well, the safety cushion of saying, well, we made the wild card spot. Guys didn't perform up to the back of their cards. Um, you know, we weren't completely healthy, but we still got to the playoffs. Like, this is a real situation where I think. Yeah, that and that's what will happen. I don't want them to make the playoffs, Rob. I don't think. They're, they're, I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs because all of these teams are better. The Angels went out and mm-hmm. made some serious moves at the deadline to be better. They're and, going for and it. They're going that locker for room's it. probably juiced right and now. And they're going for it. So you got to think, all right, what's, what's like the thing that's going to happen if they don't make the playoffs? I mean, the most that's going to happen, could they fire Boone? Boone? gets fired. Maybe. That, that, that would be it, I think. But the real issue is I, ha- I have my issues with Boone, but it all comes down to the guy that's been upstairs calling the shots mm-hmm. for two decades plus. And that's Cashman. There's a, and- there's a great analogy for it. Uh, Kay on the K Show said, it's like handing uh, Aaron Boone a, a Toyota Camry and telling him to go win the Daytona 500. What is that going to do? It, it, to, to me, it's like if you really – and they just gave Cashman a contract. So they, the funniest thing is that they just rewarded him with with a contract that he's here for another three, four years. So, so that – 25 mil, baby. So that's one thing. But they really should have cleaned house with this a year or two ago. And it, there's just not – it's not going to happen. And they are – they're, they're, the way that it, it's shaping up right now, I, I don't care that it's, it's August 2nd and we're now past the deadline, they haven't made a move, they're not making the playoffs over those other teams. They're just not. I, I, I will say it right now, and if I have to eat my words, fine, but it's not like I this team just, even if they made a playoff spot, really, what, what are you doing in the playoffs? every yeah. Yankee fan that has watched this, this team day in, day out, will tell you this team will... <laughs> they're not. They're not going through a series and consistently hitting. If this is the the amount yeah. of evidence that we have, so can Boone be fired? Yeah, he probably can be fired, and he may be the sacrificial lamb somewhat. Like, but guess what, Rob? They're going to bring in another Aaron Boone. Yeah. Like that. That's what people don't understand. I feel like either is they're not bringing in Buck. They're not bringing in Buck Showalter or Don Mattingly or or, or whatever you want. They're bringing in. A PR guy that's going to buy into the analytics. And listen, I think, Rob, we're we're relatively fine with analytics for the most part, but the Yankees live in a world where their metrics can't be wrong, and that's the problem. Also, I want to – this is the crazy fucking point, too. Excuse my French, but I have to say this. Like, they brought in Sean Casey. That dude, if you've seen some of what he says on MLB Network, that, that that guy doesn't really seem like quite the analytical dude. And I know he's close with Boone, no. but then that's the guy that you bring in, and and it just that just goes completely against their organizational philosophy to me. So well, remember when, when when they were fighting over IKF and Peraza in the ALCS last year, and like half the half the uh, the. The front office wanted IKF. It came out, and then the other half wanted Peraza. So we know that there's there's actually two departments that that like hate each other and, and butt heads to some extent. Like they definitely don't agree on things. So is there even a philosophy in this team or in this organization? I don't know. I mean, it, sh- it, it you're kind of telling me there is no philosophy. You have no idea what you stand for because you're kind of just st- sitting there at a line staring at each other, trying to see who blinks first. Um, because it, it, to me, it seems like part of the organization is really not doesn't buy into all these analytics and the other half is like nope these are the numbers this is what we have to do give it to player development and 
we'll go from there. And you're just kind of telling, at least me as a fan, that there's no direction and no philosophy when you sit there and you do nothing at the trade deadline because you can't just you just can't decide what to do. You don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if we can win. I don't know if we can't win. But we can't sell. I mean, it's just it's comical. Clown Traveling circus, Rob. Clown show. Clown show. Clown <laughs> show. Clown show. They're a clown show right now. And yeah. I had I had a bunch of friends that um from like school and stuff that that messaged me that aren't Yankee fans and. You know, when the reports or when the fact that came out that the Yankees just before they made the Middleton move that they hadn't made. They're like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you're not yeah. selling. You're not trading off anybody. I'm saying, man, you, you didn't do and, anything. And, and, Even Brian Hoke is out here tweeting like really don't understand what the Yankees did by doing absolutely and, nothing. And I think, you know, I, I, I get the, the Yankee privilege and, and how much that the Yankees have won over the years, but I do think like I was watching the, million dollar the, payroll, I was watching Cole Judge. I was watching the ESPN broadcast a little bit and they're saying, Why what why aren't the Yankees doing anything? And I think it's sort of opening on a national s- stage outside of like, mm-hmm. why are you guys mad about this? Why are you know, you guys make the playoffs? Yeah, I I get that, but it's just it's just like a hamster wheel. Just keep going and, yeah. and you're not there's just no keep band-aiding things. Keep band-aiding no. things, and it's just there's no serious it goes, direction. There's there's no team like that's the there is like at least like as a Mets fan right now, I would be comfortable with my direction. I'm like cool. I just shedded Scherzer's contract because I know I'm not going to be um, super competitive or contending next year. So I, I got rid of his contract and I got a top prospect in Ronald Acuna's brother. That's an infielder, yeah. whatever. You basically paid for him. Then you trade Verlander back to the Astros and you get their number one and their number two prospects. So you paid for them too, basically, because you paid for Verlander, most of Verlander's contract. The Yankees just do nothing. Like you can go and get a little bit of a return for Wandy. You can go and get a little bit of a turn, uh, a return for Herman and Sevi, or Bader. Did, did we? Yeah, or Bader. Like, did, are we the only ones that saw the the return of the other pitchers that that got dealt this year? I mean, the price of everything was ridiculous. So capitalize on that instead of just sitting there going, "Now nah, we're not wrong yet." But when we are wrong, I can blame it on Aaron Judge not being in the lineup for 40 games. Terrible. That's what it's going to be, right? I mean, yeah. they, they can't – the Yankees front office is – they can't lose in this situation really because when they don't make the playoffs and they're bad for the rest of the season, then go, yeah, well, we didn't have Rodon for t- two months. We didn't have Judge for two months. Two really big contributors that we, you know, we put in our system. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and Rodon fucking sucked yesterday. I, we, yeah, he was he bad. bad. I, I still am not worried about him. Ah, just, it's just like he didn't have a preseason. Like, that. that's what I'm yeah. giving it. He had three starts in the minors I'll and then got thrown se- into a I'll team. I'll give him a full season, but I, I, I'm not feeling the most optimistic about him. That, that, that's fine. I mean, I said a couple, uh, like three or four pods ago, I was like, I got to give him at least six starts. Like, at least six. All right. Let's talk about this freaking Herman stuff. So... I also crazy fact. Uh, Camden Yards was very fun. I saw the last win. I finally saw them break my mm-hmm. away streak, so that was fun. Oh, I saw yeah. I saw Judge and Stanton Homer. Higgy bomb. Higgy hit a home run. Uh, so was, that was a fun game. Fun game. Um, that was the last win the Yankees have had since we've recorded. Um, but 
can't believe seven so the timeline of what happened from Sunday to Monday okay Aaron Judge is back the Yankees tell the fans judge everybody that he's available to play and they decide to sit him on Sunday night baseball in the rubber match against the Orioles and the Yankees Severino gives them no chance to no chance to really win I understand that but nonetheless, you're not playing your best player in that game when he's back and he is said to be okay to play. Then, th- and then it was bases loaded, bottom of second, right, with like yeah, one out. Yeah, so that that yeah. that. And Boone said he was available to pinch it. I mean, what's good? It's kind of like the only. Spot. What's going on there? <laughs> you know. Then the next game, even more funny business happens. Domingo Herman is said to have some armpit discomfort which ended up being an infected hair follicle. So such I don't believe it. <laughs> like, I just don't. Boone says that he isn't warming up, or he, he warmed up around 6 o'clock. He told Meredith that that was too soon to, to first pitch, where he couldn't make the first pitch. And then they go ahead. Johnny Brito stinks in that start. And then they bring Herman back out in the fifth. And he pitches arguably his best outing since the perfect game, or just second behind the perfect game. And... Mm-hmm. Was he in trade talks? You could say probably, but here's the issue. Or it was a burrito showcase like uh, Jimmy tweeted. Here's the issue. You can't pitch him. You, you just The optics of it are so freaking bad to then have him go out and pitch and look dominant and look very good against a solid Rays lineup. And it just it speaks to just even if you needed him to eat innings for you, do they think we're idiots? Like, what are... They must. They, they, the front office must think we're idiots. They do. They they think that they're, <laughs> they are smarter than the fans. Collectively, it, like, it goes... But not even just the fans. It's like they're smarter than every other front office in the world, too. Well, you're a you're 55-win team. It goes back to that stupid, stupid freaking quote that Cashman said last offseason. We're not as concerned as much about the results as as we're just okay with what our process is, and if our process is sound, we feel comfortable. Yep. What, confidence, what, confidence, what team, confidence. What team says that in any sport? Yeah. The fan base is going to go, huh? What are you talking about? Is- and that's the way they say. Like That is why they think, yeah, we're smarter than you, and, and just we're doing what we do, even though it's not translating the results, it's not translating the wins. We're, we're better, so we'll be fine. Did, did you hear the um, the rumored uh, asking price for Galibier Torres? Oh yeah, we talked about it too. But um, two top two top pitching prospects from from Miami, and then two and then two you know lower prospects. So they want a return of, of four guys essentially. And this is how much the Yankees will brainwash you into thinking that someone's like that good. Um, Glaber Torres has a 741 OPS on the year, and he's got an OPS plus of 104. So he's four percent better than league average. They really like, is that even like how do you even sit there and ask? For, that's like me putting an apple in front of you, Rob, and I go, "I want ten dollars for this apple." <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll give you two, Tyler, just because it's, it's supply and demand. It's right in front of me. It's easy. How about new? And I go, I go, what are you out of your mind, Rob? This is an apple here. This is no, just is not just regular apple. <laughs> it's got team control for a year and a half, and he's a league average hitter. They, they, they better really hope that he continues to hit well 
be, I, but that's the thing, Rob, is we have been I, brainwashed into believing that Glaber Torres has had this phenomenal year when he's been average. And everyone else has been below average. That's yeah. that's how bad the season. Like, let me just. I'm just gonna go and compare his stats to someone else. Like, yes, Glaber has hit for the Yankees, and he's been wonderful. I, I'm telling you, man. I know people want he, him he, extended, he, but if he he's been it's the, the month of August, and I have no here comes the month I of do August. Have, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do have no problem with like being like, all right, yeah, I want Glaber part of my future. Like, if, if you think that, that's fine. He he is a productive second baseman, but we are just in this realm of thinking that like Glaber, like most Yankee fans will tell you, yeah, Glaber's been the best hitter on the team outside of Judge this year, and like I'll just like Tristan Casas, m- like way better than Glaber this year, um, on the um. On the Sox, Jaron Duran, like way better than Glaber. Verdugo has an OPS of 773. Justin Turner, 837 OPS. Like all, like I just named four guys that are, you know, probably hit towards the middle of the lineup for the Sox that they they've got on rookie deals or, or one two year deals and Justin Turner that are producing miles better than Glaber Torres. But for some reason, we've been convinced that Glaber's had this astronomically good year when he's been league average. And then they try and sell him to other teams like he's like this coveted like producing prospect when he's been league average. Yeah. It's just they're, they brainwash them. I think they lie to themselves so much that they start to believe it. <laughs> right? Like Rizzo's going to be better. Probably. <laughs> Stanton's going to be better. I, I, like, Yikes. Glaber is worth this much. Well, he's worth that much to you. It doesn't matter what he's worth to you at the end of the day when you're trying, like, and, and in the long run, I don't know. it, I, it, it could be a mistake. And when we, if we see him have a downtick, you go, well, you know, that's just in a, yeah. It's I'm, I'm just trying to provide that as like an example. It doesn't really, I don't really care if he goes up or down. It's just like the fact that the the Yankees are just out of touch with the league. It seems like so. In a bad, I don't know a, where I went with that. In a bad that, way, but. no, no. It, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely freaking right. I, I just like we have seriously been, and I like you know it. I remember 2020 or whatever, 2019 maybe, 2021. I don't remember when, but I was. I remember hopping on the pod, me you and Stanzo, and I, we were picking MVP picks, and I was like, Glaber Torres MVP this year. Like he's been my guy since day one. Like I love Glaber, but I'm not gonna sit here. And act like he's had this really, really, really good year because the rest of the team is that bad. Mm-hmm. It's not good, man. It's I don't know why I'm picking on Glaber because I'm not. I'm really not trying to. It's just like when I'm hearing like, "Oh, I want your two top, two of your three top pitching prospects," and then I want two more prospects. Also, the Marlins are very good, and it's just they they have a bunch of solid middle infielders. I'm sure they just wanted to get another bat and they're probably yeah. saying are you got what are you guys smoking <laughs> yeah what are exactly. you guys smoking like, he go they go what you were smoking crack last year you're doing the same thing this yeah. year brian not good um if that if that quote is true about rival execs like thinking cashman's just out of his mind i mean that's that's a problem <laughs> big problem really big problem and at, like are we the will ponds like is that it <laughs> Uh, like financially, obviously not, because when they would mess up on a spend, like they'd be screwed for a decade. But 
I'm just talking no, in terms th- of like you know zero I, trust you know in the what ownership I think with the, or, or in the front office. Nah, you know what I think with the Wilpons though? I think the Wilpons were just they knew what they were doing. They were just cheap and they wouldn't pay anything and they they cuz they they were tied yeah. up in all the you know financial troubles. So I I I genuinely think like I guess you could say somewhat Cashman knows what he's doing. It's just like this is my way and we're doing it my way. But it seems like he, he is doing, it seems I like hope there's a plan. It seems like he's way more out of touch. Uh I mean if that that quote is true, I I I don't know if it would be I don't know. I, I've never seen any of the sports teams that I've really rooted for have done. I mean, the only thing comparable maybe was, uh, like, dare I say, Gettleman. Yeah, maybe Gettleman. I mean, Isaiah Thomas was really bad when he was a Nick. This GM. is actually, you know what this is? This is an Adam Gase type of deal right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> remember, Adam Gase was the acting GM for the yeah. Jets for a little yeah. bit. Oh God. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, Cash is really bad, and if he literally just flipped Bader for some single-A flame-throwing prospect that has no control but pumps 102, I'd be like, cool, man. I'm glad you did that. Now I get to watch Pereira and Mc- – and like, even though I don't give a shit about McKinney, I get to watch Pereira and McKinney and Bowers run around the outfield. And then you're saying, all like, right, cool. well, at least I know – like. That we're trying to get like, some return and try and do stuff and it's, yeah and I, and we, and we get to see like like I want at least show me the kids like I'm not even just talking about like Waldo he he's a triple A player forever mm-hmm. um, but guys like Pereira and like Spencer Jones isn't ready but well this is a way up, like, or he just got called up yeah, so yeah but he yeah he still got some time to go but Pereira I mean if you look if you have some time Rob go look at Everson Pereira's triple uh, A numbers he's raking and he's been doing that for a long time too so he's yanks top five prospect now i think he's like three or something but um it's just little stuff like that like why am i watching billy mckinney run around in the outfield instead of a top a yankee top prospect that's ranking in triple a oh wait i know why because we're just gonna manipulate service time and we want to have them longer during their prime that's why because we don't care about winning now we don't care about really winning ever as long as we're just uh you know in the mix every year it's all that matters yeah. um all right before we wrap up i i heard jack curry say this the other day uh over this stretch over the 10 game stretch where you have the or was it 10 games yeah it was 10 game stretch um to really ke- i forget the exact number that it keeps you at but I, mean, I don't even know why we're talking about this because we don't believe they're going to make the playoffs. But you got three against the Orioles. You already lost two of those. You're probably going to get swept by Tampa. And Curry said you in these next ten games, working to Sunday, this Sunday, you want to go, you know, dare I say, seven and three, five hundred. I don't know. Keeps you at the same place. But you already lost two out of three to Baltimore. You already lost two out of three to Tampa. At, or potentially getting swept and then you have four games against the houston astros that just got wait. justin verlander right now he's not lined up to start but we i think jim crane sent him a message that are you ready to pitch against the yankees so he'll probably find a way to pitch mm-hmm. this weekend yeah and you know they're the so screwed like they'd love that. they're so yeah. screwed they're so screwed and then they have quote unquote an off i mean an easier team against the white Sox, who s- sold off a lot of players but that's no given with this team 
They, they there's no given with this they team. They can't beat anyone. And then I'm going. I, They're a bad team. What a sucker I am. I'm going to see them play both Miami and Atlanta, that are both easily better teams. Then they play the Just Red Sox. Just for the sake of you, Rob, I'm going to keep her informed to play well. So after, those games are after those for after you. that week. I am whatever. Yeah. Just you know, but. It doesn't get easier, man. None of these teams that are on, like, none of these teams that the Yankees are playing for the remainder, there's no real easy part of the schedule at all. You know what was the easier part is when you start off against the Rockies, but you lost two out of three. You set off on and the— And you play Chicago. You yeah. set off on the worst freaking note past the All-Star break, and just, that's just, that's a story. That's the that's a story, man. <sighs> Sorry, sorry that it you have to listen to this depression, sucks, but this dude. is this is what it is. It's what it is. And it's it's again. I just got to keep going back to the fact that it's like I don't care about this year anymore. It's the next years. There's still no. There's no direction. There's nothing they can do. But the Yankees care about this year. They have to eat contracts at like they have to do what Steve Cohen did, and I don't. Between DJ Rizzo and Stan. You cannot bring all three of them back. Yeah. You can't. You got to get rid of two of them. What do you have to do? You got to eat I mean, the contract. You say or has DJ just be a bench Stanton player? Stanton was what? 70 mil guaranteed at least? That that they could... The- yeah, like, you can't get rid of Stanton. And listen, we love Stanton. And when he's on the field, like, he, he typically does produce, but... I, I personally think he is at the point of in his career where he is not... I said this last night. Like he's not a two, three, four, five. Yeah, player. I got you. Like he he needs to hit towards the bottom of the lineup and just provide I mean, me pop. Maybe I mean they ate um, what seven mil a year for Hicks. I mean DJ's what fifteen yeah. a year. That's like double that or what is it? How much left is yeah? I mean the only realistic one in that or I mean I could see them potentially eating DJ's contract, but he, I mean he's getting fifteen over the course of the next. I feel like three Rizzo's years. probably the easiest one. Yeah, to Rizzo flip. Rizzo is too, but. I mean, maybe like I don't know, man. Friend of the pod, talking Jake had a good point last night too. Um, Stanton obviously pinch hit for IKF um, last night, towards the end of last night's game, which was a tying run at the plate with two men on down down three. Um, Stanton is three for forty as a pinch hitter with a seventy five batting average drop. I would He's got twenty two strikeouts, I, no home runs. IKF's been hot. Three oh three. Yeah, and a three oh three OPS. And IKF has like an 800 OPS the last two months. So yeah, Riz- the like the team doesn't even know what they're doing. I I, I don't think. Yeah, Rizzo is because like paid. numbers don't back that. Rizzo's up. getting paid 17 16? next year with a club 17. option in 25, so that would probably be the easiest one. But yeah, I mean, so, he's but they probably so will ride him out bad. next year. The, yeah, they'll they'll probably ride him out next year, or they'll give him a, a shot, but. Again, who's your first baseman after Anthony Rizzo? Don't know. Who's your third baseman in a couple of years? No idea. Um, who's your outfield? Aaron Judge. No one else. Um, who's your catcher? Who knows? We have two backups, though. Um, who's your second baseman? Could be Peraza, but he doesn't play. Could be Glader, Actually, but we, we don't know what we're doing with we him. We have three backup catchers now, Tyler. Ben Rortvet is a backup. <laughs> yeah, so we got Rortvet. Yeah. I mean, the whole entire team is irrelevant, except for Judge and Cole and Volpe. They stink. It's like I just I don't I don't know where you go with it, man. Like that that's the biggest thing. And you said, I don't know. It's like oh well. Like you could have had Justin Turner for twenty four million dollars. 
And he'd be the best hitter on the team. You could have had Jock Peterson for $18 million, and he'd be one of your better hitters on the team. There is no passion, there is no vision, there is no aggression, there is no fucking mindset in this football club. I fucking hate this football club. <laughs> well, um, uh, we'll see what they do tomorrow or tonight, and then they play Houston. We'll be sure to record after the Houston series because God only knows that'll be fun, and we'll see what happens with this uh, team and, and that rivalry. But uh, sorry that it had to be somewhat of a depression pod, but that's it's just the way that a lot of Yankee fans are feeling right now. Um, that's that's go Jets, that's, go Giants, go Jets, go Giants. <laughs> Football season's right around the corner. Training camp's underway, and that's kind of the way that we're feeling. But we will still be along for the ride. Don't don't get that mm-hmm. twisted. We'll still be here talking about the Yankees and talking about what they what they do down the stretch. Um, but it, it's just it you know it, it's just a disappointing time, especially after um, just not going one direction or the other. Uh, we at least yeah. thought they would do that, and and they just they did the worst. Because that's logical, option. Rob. Because logical is to pick one or the other, yeah, but it's the logical option. But that's it for episode number one hundred and fifty-six. Really appreciate you guys for joining us. As always, be sure to subscribe, leave us a rate and review on Apple or Spotify, Amazon uh, Music as well. Uh, follow us at Four Train Savages on Instagram, TikTok, as well as at Four Savages on Twitter. Really appreciate you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time.